Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. There we go. Parkin, co-host Ashley Chandler. Welcome back to another week. What is up? So back in Florida. Back in Florida. I was able to visit my cousin in Ohio, which took off a few hours Sunday and then left bright and early 4.30 in the morning from her house and got in. Nice. So it was really, really good. The kids are doing great and we got out to Jumping Jack's. Packed all the snacks, did all the things. So it was right on. It was good. It was good. So actually, this time around, like everybody kind of has an idea of what to expect. So everybody's way more chill. It's not as bad. Oh, yeah, dude. It's good. And I've been looking forward to getting That's what's up. a little bit of staycation time again. So it's, it's good. It's right good. on. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah. So we got, we've been. Trying to sell the big camper, right? You knew that. I think you knew that. But we've kind of like paused up on that. Well, because we really didn't have time to use it at all this year. And last year we kind of had probably went too big, but whatever. These are things we sometimes do as humans. And then kind of got a sour taste in our mouth because when we bought the thing, we had, we were out at Groveland Oaks. And then we, you can pay for like a whole month. And we did that. And then for some reason, we decided to re-up and do a whole nother month. Shouldn't have done that. And it kind of like, then we got busy. We weren't really out there. So the camper's just out there unattended. And then we kind of go and check on it. It's kind of a hassle. And then, so we have listed it, trying to sell it, but no one's really buying. So we're kind of getting of the mindset is, eh, maybe we'll just keep it. And we'll just park it here at the house for the summer next year. And then, like, the big kids can have sleepovers in it. And we can use it that kind of way. And we'll have more time. I'll have more PTO again to do vacay. You know, I really don't have any because of switching companies. But whatever. We're getting ready to go back to school anyway. So That's true. Unless we just got it ready, like, earlier spring to sell it and be more of an optimum time. Uh, We did. We did. It's been listed since spring. Okay. okay. It's just that kind of we're in this weird recession thing. Or <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys my two cents on that is that we complain about recessions on Facebook, but the Coles parking lot has never been more full. So shut it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You cold yeah. cash monsters you. Yeah. Like, whatever. We're still doing the thing and just whatever. But I get it. Like, big purchases and whatnot are kind yeah, of yeah. slowed down. The housing markets, I don't know, because I don't plan on selling or buying. So right. I hear it's trash, but not really my my thing. So... <clears throat> Um, yeah. So what I want to get into tonight is kind of the idea of groupthink, okay. or there's different terminology for it. Hive mind is like the hive mind is, is a person who goes along with a group, whatever, 
the popular consensus is. That's just what you go along with. Uh, and, uh, or now something that's kind of been a buzz phrase or word in the past couple years is, I guess is more of a phrase is called the law of polarization, which is when the group gets a hold of a thought and they start revving up and getting super excited about that thought. And then the thought becomes a movement kind of, if you will, we all think that, like all the Democrats are doing this horrible thing. And so we're going to be believing for their demise. And as everyone's riled up yeah, kind of thing. Now group think if the group is thinking for the common good or like the mission, if the group is on, on point with the mission, that's good. Right. Clearly right. if we're all on lined up mentally, emotionally, spiritually with the mission that's good but if the group think is geared toward attacking or the demise of one individual that's bad and what that really ends up doing is destroying the group see what i mean yeah yeah so like it's it's what i don't know i i know that that's reality of what can happen i don't what i don't always know that i'll be humble enough to admit is how to combat that how do you get people to understand that when one person says something about one person and that becomes the general consensus even if it's bs now we're all lined up to attack you know yeah because i think one thing that comes to mind like comparing the two is mm-hmm. that one environment creates safety and trust. It's an environment mm-hmm. where safety and relationship and productive collaboration can be there. Mm-hmm. And then the right. other one where people maybe don't feel safe to speak up or say something that they would otherwise think or feel about something. Right. Um, and, and worried about backlash or being shamed or being like right. you know, all that stuff. So, um, I think, you know, part of it is just setting an example in your own demeanor, like not being so right. that like garbage is coming out of your mouth just to be, mm-hmm. just to put yourself up a little higher, just to kind of have an upper hand. Um, but then also too, I think that it can be really tricky to try to be someone that if you hear something like that, like, is it an overheard conversation that's not part of you? Is it something that's said in the break room altogether and you have a chance to say, well, you know, I don't know if that's fact or not. You know, right. I'd like to give so-and-so the benefit of the doubt or, you know. That, well, that's the move, that right? Harsh, you know, like it's hard to, in one interaction, hopefully not jump on the bandwagon to right. put that other person down, but also try to also create an atmosphere where that person who is either repeating what they've heard or is the instigator mm-hmm. feels like we can build some res- mutual respect. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because then it kind of defeats the purpose to kind of put down this person to try to honor the other person, you know, because then it can get really polarized with like, well, who's who's who are you on, you know, type thing. Right. And, you know, a lot of times in my life, like especially coming through the military and always being in this kind of even now, this kind of paramilitary kind of, you know, mission minded, service minded industry. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've always been more apt to be like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know that guy or I don't know that girl. That's a good my myself. So all due respect. I'm not discounting what you're saying over here. It's just that I don't know them. So I need to know them or engage with them before I can like just fully embrace your opinion of them because I don't know them myself. And I need to be able to, I need to be able to talk to them in like, now if I meet whoever the individual is and they're a dirt bag and then, okay, you're now you're a proven dirt bag. But if you're not, and there's just some other beef over here, you know, that we've just, now we've dialed it up into this kind of, like I said, like this hive mind group mentality, right? you know, this gangland mentality thing, like that's, it's just, it's toxic and it's bad for the overall environment. Yeah. One thing that I have always done in the office that's, I don't know, part of it's just because I'm super people-y. You wouldn't have known, but I'm super people-oriented. Um, I had a boss years ago, and he was one of the VPs, and um, I worked in a credit union. He would come around every morning, every night, and say good morning. Went to chat with every, like, not long detail, but go around every department and say good morning, good evening, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so it could be, you know, as part of setting an example, being intentional with everybody on your team. You know, if you walk into a room and you say hello to your buddy, but you kind of like purposely don't say hi to somebody else, it could be as simple as saying good morning to everybody. could be as right. simple as just giving those simple, mm-hmm. simple courtesies and simple, um, just respect, like just little pieces of respect that can really, again, kind of like add to the team, add to the atmosphere of I'm coming in wanting to give my best to this whole team. And I'm giving everybody an opportunity every day Uh-oh. to give. Where'd you go? Oh, <laughs> you're stuck. I'm okay. Cause I'm recording oh, no. it. <laughs> oh no. I'll wait. That's good. I can hear you still. Hello. There we go. <laughs> you had a good look uh, on your face, though. You had like a very nice, like thought face for a minute there. That was good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But that's the thing, right? And and also, you know, kind of a thing that I've always lived by, like whether it be an EMS or the firehouse or the military, is if there's something going on in the family, like in the on the team. Like we can call that out. And and this is like, it's yeah. kind of subsequently builds the team. But if you're not on the team and you say words about any one of our people, then we're going to smash you. Yeah. yeah. Now, if there's inner beef or there's inner hassle, we got to deal with that. Right. But if this, so kind of bear with me here. So what happens if, if like for our listeners who aren't in, like don't have never been, in the military or an EMS or first responder world, kind of what we do. So to give context is like in the armed services, I can make fun of jarheads and the frigging coast guard and the air force and the Navy, but you as a civilian cannot. And if you do, I will correct you. <laughs> and it's, and it's you. So I'd be very nice about it. If it wasn't 
if it's not other people, I won't be nice when they're a civilian and they say jarhead. I'm like, nope, you don't get to say that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and so yeah. same thing. If, if people, I can make fun of cops and firemen, but civilians can't. And so, and now you bring that into it, our circle, if s- someone from another company can't say, well, we shouldn't let them say ill words about people in our group. So, for example, like MedStar can't talk smack to any of our people in MMR, even if we have inner beef. We're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't talk to us that way because we're a family, right? right? We're a unit. Right. Right. And so that kind of in and of itself builds the team. So even if there's some kind of toxic vibes or beef in the team, that's in our house, right? And we have to deal with it in our house. But as those layers build in, like other companies, you can't say anything about this person. And then what that does, if you embrace that and kind of live by those rules, it actually builds your team. So while I may have beef with you, as like, like, so for example, as PLE, maybe we have beef, but no one else gets to say anything about Ashley because I will smash them. Yeah. Even if we have a thing going, you know, right. It's because yeah. this is our family and our house. Yeah. And, and you can't talk smack about it. But in any case, kind of when you get that, well, I heard this about this person and now everybody like piles on is completely unhealthy yeah and it and it takes away from the team and it takes away from the mission well and here's the thing is the goal to actually be a problem solver to actually take responsibility for interactions and conduct or is it to to just get pissed off and well you know somebody else under the bus you know what i mean like i think there's a different like and then it's hard too because some people just don't want to be responsible for stuff so is it so is it so and so dirtbag that just to keep being the turn the punch bowl Mm -hmm. for the whole team then like you said like management or somebody or somebody that's the thing those people get washed out yeah like management doesn't even need to get involved like in the military those dudes we took care of that ourselves and i've always lived under that since then it's always been my thing like in my former agency it was the same way if there was a turd in the punch bowl i'll handle this tell the management team you don't even need to concern yourself so what does that look like then you just convince them that they're in the wrong place and need to seek life elsewhere by saying you need to seek life elsewhere yeah. Yeah. But, but again, I think that that kind of goes back to the, protecting, protecting that, that protecting family. Protecting the family. Yeah. yeah. See, you know, there's a standard for being here. There's a standard for being a part of this family. And there's a certain level of respect and honor that's due. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be adult enough to, if I have an issue with you, let's try to work it out. Instead right. of just bringing everybody along. A hundred percent. To be on my side of this just because I'm pissed off and I don't want to fix it. Right. So, like, if you look at it like that, if you had what it took to be part of the family, whatever the beef in the family is, at some point, you have to rectify that beef and protect the family. 
Yeah. And like you said, but if you're someone who's consistently the turd, who doesn't want to really. So if that's the case, you didn't really want to be part of the family anyway. So time for you to go. Yeah. Like it just is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like people who are unjustly being getting the shaft all the time is unhealthy. It's unhealthy for people who's given them shade and it's unhealthy for them who are just trying to get by and do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. So, yes, that's just, those are the things on my mind today. I just, you know, I'm just all, I will always be all about the team, you know, and like very much everybody who knows me in the Genesee County EMS community knows how outspoken I was about my last agency being the heavyweight champs of the world until they weren't. And I have to, I, a year ago said, everyone always wants a shot at the champ. A year later, I will be the first one to suck it up and say, okay, yeah, I missed that one. And now I'm here and come at us. MMR right. versus everybody. Like, <laughs> I like honestly, but yeah, but you know what that was you and Danny talked about. And I loved that episode where we, where we talked about that, like that kind of like, come on, we can do, we can do great. We don't have to just mm-hmm. kind of like kind of get by day to day doing this gig. We can, right. we can be really great. So come on, come at me. And while we're doing this thing, like challenging each other, we're all leveling up doing that thing. So like, you know, it's more like, than just you and Danny being like, oh, yeah, we're so high. And being freaking know? buck wild. But <laughs> and like, but it's so wild. The wildness of it is like when I say stuff so outlandish, like I've already beat everybody, like everybody who knows me, like, dude, you don't what? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't competed against everybody. And I'm like, I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> the words and it piqued your interest. And now you're trying right. to outdo me. And now do you see what I did there? And we have a couple of people here at MMR, like, Oh yeah, I do see what you did there. Now I like really was offended and really went out of my way to run more calls in the day. I'm like, I know you did. <laughs> like, dude, I called in service today with 886. You know, we're in service from 92 until 1930 tonight. Here's like my monitor, my radio numbers. You're welcome. And my buddy's like, dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like on the radio. It's like, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> That's so good, But though. it's just for fun, man. But it like, is fun. You have to do that stuff. And again, that adds to the team. That adds to the whole. Right. whole we're, yes, the we're whole here to do thing. the job. We're, we're on mission. Yes. But we're here for each other, too. Like, and I we're got the guy next to me. Right. And that's the whole thing. And that's the thing that really, right there, what you said is what I wanted to land the plane with, is, like, the taking care of the patient is a byproduct of we're really here for the guy or the girl next to us. And we're here to come in and make it through the day and go home safe and do everything like, like the mentality on 886 when it's me and Danny is you build a team so strong that no one from the outside can tell who's in charge. That's good. That's good. 
see what I mean? And that's what yeah. every crew should be striving for because their team, no matter who it is, is so strong. No one, it's, it's, who's in, who's running this thing? We are. That's and good. that's it. That's really, you know what I mean? That's the yeah. mission. That's the goal. And that's it. And you can't do that if there's some fake nonsense and some venom being sprayed all over the place and you get in that kind of hive mind mentality it's just unhealthy for the whole team. Well, here's the thing. We're, we're capable of some really pretty amazing things. So why are we going to settle for that nonsense? Right. You know, like it's easy. It's easy. It's, it's hard to deal with ourselves. It's hard to deal with other people. And the best I can do on a good day is to control myself, let alone like I can't control anybody else. Right. So I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's not easy having how many people at a company all doing the thing with the pressure and the calls and all the things going on. And personal life stuff, yes. right? That doesn't yes. change for us just because, you know, just like you guys have stuff going on and everybody else has their crap going on. So not only are we taking care of people and in the community and in the crud and in pandemics and exposed to like what I talked about before we were online about people trying to take themselves out and all the stuff we also have at home. Yeah. And we have our spouses going through crap and we have our kids going through stuff and all the things everybody has it. No one's exempt. Right. Like, like we say often from our home church, Freedom Center Church plug, this isn't heaven. Right. Right. So like all the things compiled on. So it's completely, if you can control your thoughts and your speech and like not flame people out, it's just only beneficial or just have a conversation with the person one-on-one. Right. Everybody loves coffee. Well, not everybody, but everybody loves something that you can have at a coffee shop. Right. It makes more, it makes everything way more bearable when we can pull together. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess, I mean, better together is a most important right. hashtag you can use if you're into hashtags. Yeah. One step at a time, Ashley Chandler. Is I pretty love good. one step at a time. That's been, like, I know you do, but also better together. Better together. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Cause you know, I mean, to be honest, I'm like, I'm still working on trusting people, man. Like it's easy. Yeah, dude, I'll, it's, I'll let you. I'll let you have that far. Okay, I'll trust you to maybe show up on time and do the thing, but I'm not going to trust you. You know, and and that's fair. Like you don't need to inherently trust everybody on your team a thousand percent and give them right. keys to your motorcycle. I mean, that's not what I'm telling anybody. But we can show up with a level of honor, respect, mm-hmm. and conduct. Yeah, dude. Creates an awesome team that gives us the the even more ability the increased ability to really like navigate some tough crap, you know what I mean? That we're going to have to walk through, you know? So absolutely. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So kind of like, so (laughs) I know the people who are going to listen to this that are going to understand what I'm talking about here, but what I would say kind of for me to closing thoughts, land the plane here is like, I honestly am in a place right now that I love that I'm in and I love my team and I love my little EMS family. And I sincerely with all of my heart 
MMR versus everybody. And like, but what we have to do as this team, as MMR, is protect the family, protect our own. If there's beef, we need to settle it, squash it, and move on. But the most important thing is that we, like MMR Genesee especially, are better together and we have to, yeah, like, dang, like, make that family a family that make it, like, so no one can penetrate the wagons. Nobody. And so being toxic against one person on the team or two people or how, whatever the case, we have to squash. Yeah. And it's like, it's important for our survival. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that I have consistently over the course of my life, always been intentional with various groups of people. I mean, even in elementary school, I didn't, I wasn't part of like one clique. I always was interested in getting to know everybody a little bit, but it also kind of alienates you because you're not willing to just jump on the bandwagon and like, you're not going to be friends with certain people because they don't like that you get along with everybody. Right. Um, so I think that there's a little bit of just having to will, like, let go of your pride a little bit and be, I love what you said earlier about knowing what the goal is. Mm-hmm. When we're on the same mission, when we're on the same goal, it gives us that focus and it's easier to, I think, navigate and press in and deal with some of those right. circumstances when we know, absolutely, what am I here for? What am I working for? And it's bigger than this. It's bigger than this issue. Right. You know, so, but just being willing to be that person, you know. Well, it, you know, it's, it's interesting too, because my part of my upbringing, part of my growth as a human was in the military. And I think a lot of times, unless you, unless you know, like if you don't know, you don't know, but typically the black and brown communities in the cities are beefing with each other. The Mexicans and the African American communities weren't really, especially the gangs aren't on the same team. That was a battle. But then you go and you get in these situations in the military where you have those two groups of people in the same, on the same mission, sending rounds down range. And if that's my brother now, whatever beef there was, my whole world is to protect this dude who my whole life I've been born and bred to hate. But now our mission is the same mission. Yeah. Right. And it's just, and it's very elementary and that's kind of like a basic way to break it down, but it's just, that's, that's how it needs to be. And that's how in our little EMS family, we stay strong. Like it doesn't matter. Like people are going to people, right? (laughs) Pastor girl, people are going to people. Facts. A hundred percent facts people are gonna people but if our mission is this one thing then our mission is this one thing together and it's and like it's the only way to do it yeah yeah so i hope whoever needed to hear that heard it and that's that i ain't mad at you i just have a mission to give wisdom so (laughs) so that's it man cool so 
thank you to Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, as always, for your continued love and support. And thanks to our listeners. And MMR versus everybody. What? All right. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. that. <laughs>